Last. Welcome we to are. Always Strikes Last. <laughs> all, all, all three of us striking last together. Together again. We'll have the last word. No one knows. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so I finally got away from that cron spine. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt's rejoining the, has rejoined the party uh, to, for this uh, this episode. Yeah. How was it? You finally you, you killed it. It went down a level. Poofed out I, of existence. I really just died, and I am speaking to you as a disgruntled zombie right now. That's all I am. <laughs> um, so I've been revived, died, revived. Now I died again, um, and I've chosen to fill my battle shock and run away. So that's oh, why I'm, I'm here. Cool. Yep. Uh, so. <laughs> How we all doing? How how we doing? Seems like we got we got some fun stuff that just showed up this morning, which I'm super excited about. Oh my um, god! Yeah, and it's, then uh, this weekend it's been crazy. It's like it's Christmas. Yeah, it it's like the that <laughs> time that that capitalism time happens, and we get all we get all our uh, last quarter uh, you know earnings earnings right right. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, on top of that, we have we have a ton of awesome rules kind of leaks out there, and two armies, which I know um, uh, the the three of us in some way are excited for, either excited mm-hmm. for friends or excited for our own play. Um, so I'm I'm kind of excited to to get into it. Um, so as 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 most people know, we've kind of had the uh, uh, slaves to darkness leaks all over the place. Um, Thank you, uh, Gorilla Games Workshop PR department, right? Right. Uh, exactly. Working hard to make it seem like we got something early. I know. It's so great. Uh, <laughs> and it, I, I, I really just... I've, I, have, I have an all-nights, all-chariots list that's been sitting, waiting, and wanting to not play a cheesy corn demon prince uh allied or stupid allied list right i just yeah. want to play my knights uh so so what's going on with the knights i know we've seen something we've seen sure. something about the knights oh they my god weird. <laughs> they look uh they look honestly they look great um they got i'm i'm looking at the war scroll for them now i think they got one extra inch of movement were they nine inches before they're 10 uh, inches now no they were 10 before okay uh they have a proper three up save i could have sworn it might have been a four before uh five up save five up save against mortal wounds that's very nice um uh the a bunch of extra attacks which is fun the cursed flail is six attacks per guy with no rend um uh 
The ensorcelled hammer. Where was who's who's got the ensorcelled hammer? Uh, it's must, oh, it's a, that's a unit. That's a unit champ option. Yeah. There we go. So that's just a that's just a heavy weapon. Uh, so that's cool. They get a heavy weapon uh, option, and then um, the lances got a little bit extra spicy there. So um, I think they got an extra attack. Uh, and then uh, what you'll be excited to hear about is that on the turn that they charge with the cursed lances, you don't use their uh, melee range. You use the like Galatian vets. Are you within a half an inch of a guy who's within a half an inch? So that so your unit of 10 knights, everybody gets to hit uh, with those lances on the first turn as they trundle through. Uh, and then they and they still keep yes. the improving the rend and improving the, the damage um, on the charge. So that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. That's solid. That's super solid. I'm so excited for that. And they have banners, too. Um, so they're going to be able to carry some of that the new rules that slaves of darkness are using um where they can carry banners to like deny things uh buff up certain uh units and just like do crazy stuff i am so excited for this book um that my wallet is already empty and <laughs> uh super ready uh super super ready yeah I'm a little you get, excited uh, myself you get one fancy banner uh, for the army, and you could take a second banner, um, you know, as a as like an enhancement. Um, and so, uh, yeah, one unit can take one banner, and uh, yeah, like it just gives them like a super mark, effectively. Yeah, you know, like a super mark of chaos. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, you know, a corn unit with a banner would get uh, plus one to wound for the unit like yeah it's just, just a nice way of like being like okay but these are our, like these are the champions yeah these are the nurgle champions these are the corn champions these are the ones that everybody was like oh oh they're special yeah there's a, exactly. there's a lot in this book which i think from what i could read or gathered creates that feeling which as you guys know is my favorite thing in age of sigma army where it plays the way you want to you know, like a, a famous example, like zombies lurching forward, inviting you in an awesome way. Like that six inch pylon and the mortal wounds off them feel like that. Like you're yeah. in like a Romero movie. But here, you know, all the Chaos Knights and Chosen and Chaos Warriors all of a sudden feel like they really are the people who work really hard to put on that armor. And that just guides you to overlook in favor of some unit because of the Eye of the God stuff, too. I mean, uh, they, they're all kind of buffing themselves up continuously by trying to impress the, the big sky gods who are looking at them. The gods, if you will. The gods of both Ska and the Sky. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, just, you know, I haven't, like, read through every single word in this. You know, I've got the, like, the leaked Imgur uh, 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 gallery or whatever that I'm scrolling through. Is that but how you pronounce that? I assume so. Imgur? I, I always thought Imgur? it was I-N-G-U-R. I think it's Swedish. Imgur? Swedish. Yeah, I don't know. Imgur? Oh. Uh, He's Swedish know. for man. This is an annoying app that I have to use. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, um, so many interesting, you know, quality uh, for one, just quality of life adjustments of like just stuff that was weird. Like um, marks, you don't have to uh, have a nearby hero. Amazing, yeah, right. So like needed. that's that's huge. Um, Eye of the gods can go on every unit. 
you know, in an undivided, undivided army or in, you know, undivided units just get Eye of the Gods. And so you're not trying to get your like little foot hero to kill their wizard in order to roll for a potential bonus. It's <laughs> it's hilarious, though, that now this is going to be the most token heavy army. Oh, like, God, just yeah, imagine the amount that. of tokens you're going to have to bring um, or just like a little notepad that you have to rip up each time. The The one thing that um i'm very excited for and i haven't seen yet is the mounted lord of chaos and if he follows the rules that the rest of the lords of chaos have done he'll be bad he's going to make it so those knights can attack twice and hang on let me i'm scrolling through i'm looking at it right now y'all can't see my face on the podcast but i'm having a matgasm right now if that's true I'm Are you still thinking having of it? the the one on on not horse or the one on Karkadrak? The one on horse. There should be a mounted horse. It's a not horse. It's a it's Demonic a not horse. Mount. Yes. Demonic yeah, mount. Horse. It's a it's a not horse horse. Looks like a horse. Smells like a horse. Bad tempered. It's it a is duck. a demonic mount. It's a duck. Okay. <laughs> it's a duck under that parting. All right. Well, uh, I don't want to disappoint you. It does have something like that, but it's still pretty good. This ability that the Chaos Lord has is the Knights of Chaos, mm-hmm. which states that the strike first effect applies to this unit if they made a charge move. Oh, yeah. There. I like that. And in addition, you could pick either a Chaos Knights, Chaos Chariot, or Gorby's Chariot within 12, only within 12. They kind of do the fight right after them thing. So it's that rule where it's like you can kind of bring some along with you to keep the fight going. But it's not a double fight. I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. Take a charge from the knight, or take a charge from the lord and the knights. You know, I'm fine with that. I'll take it. Yeah. Take two. You know, you two lords on demonic mounts and two units of knights. Hmm. Hmm. There you go. Very good. It's almost like I was building this army, uh, hoping vainly, but they've answered said prayers. Make my knights work. Make all mm-hmm. forty of my knights work. <laughs> I have 40 You're pretty. and a problem. <laughs> Were you chariot heavy as well, Matt? Like in this thing? Oh, yeah. You have yeah. Six chariots and 40 knights. Well, your chariots are awesome now. I saw a little bit of a tease. Is that is that the Gore Beast or are you talking the regular old Chaos Chariot? Oh, uh, no, regular Chaos Chariot because each it's just about the charge. You want to break a screen? Throw three chariots into something and throw mortals on the charge. Boom, 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 well, boom, 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 boom. I've got good news and then better news for you. Maybe I like news, it. Depending on how you phrase it. All right. I like it. Is the Chaos Chariot no, wants to once for battle? And when it gets in there, the charge move, you pick an enemy uh, nearby and for roll a number of dice equal to your charge roll. And it's mm-hmm. like a better version of the over thing. Every five up is a mortal wound. Yep. So you get a hot charge, it's going to be a little bit better. There's like a D3 and a 2-up or whatever, potentially. Yeah, and that, that rule they retained. That one they retained. It's the Gore Beast that I think changed, right? Because they can oh, yeah. move oh, that was over. the better and... news. The Gore yeah. Beast is awesome now. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, I'm not even going to touch the profile, but you get in there with your charge. It has this rule called Unoppelmentum, which is at the end of the combat phase. If it charged in, you can make a normal move and you can even do so if you're within three of an enemy unit. And if you pass over some models with a wounds characteristic of four or less, you can treat your model as if it flies. And then you can pick one of those units you moved over, and then three if it takes D6 mortal wounds. 
Nice. So like a supercharged version of the Blood Knight's ability in a way. Exactly. It feels like kind of thematically appropriate, right? This thing is crushing whatever screen's in front of it and hopping right over it to get it to something else. So, I mean, that foot hero hiding behind like 10 Ungors is going to get D6 mortal wounds on him probably from this. Plus, you're all up in their business afterwards. I love it. Love yeah, it. No, that's that's super fun. Um, I'm just scrolling through here, and I I found the points list. Uh, well, the thing you know, this is this was true in the last book, I think. Um, everything in this army is battle line. There's no conditional battle line in the whole book. I it's just it so all much. battle line. Don't so worry much. about it. <laughs> it. All the battle, battle line, line, all the time. Yeah, all the tricks I've been having to pull with Skaven to like get the battle line that i need uh this is going to be such a breath of fresh air yeah um it looks like our days of marauder supremacy are finally over so that's uh, a little exciting the nail's been placed in the coffin finally oh yeah no they just they just they don't have the fancy charge anymore i love it i love it that was so annoying yeah, uh, for, uh, for for people here, uh, Miles once newt the Lord of Change on a charge once, <laughs> just because I had gotten completely careless and forgotten about the Marauder charge, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna show up." Okay, here's like four million attacks from buffed up Marauders. K K bye. And I'm like, "Oh, well, there's a there's a, a fifth of my army. Good good game, good game." Yeah, they're, and they're, they're so muscly and run so fast. <laughs> yeah and you know they're not bad anymore but they're you know they're like you know they're a small screening army or unit now you know like you could take 10 of them and use them as a screen uh because yeah, they're cheap the the things that stood out to me too outside of the uh of the just obvious awesomeness of everything else so far was the um the other cult units the war cry units actually mm-hmm. all have independent uses now i have so many crow boys and they actually have a use now they can hide yeah. and they ignore the effects of terrain if i remember correctly so you can garrison yep. stuff essentially with them and then nobody can see them and that infiltrate is too i believe matt can they can infiltrate too oh yeah they they, they, yeah, they strike or whatever can. Oh, brilliant! Um, the other thing, and this is huge. I know we were kind of getting there with you know different patches and stuff before the end of the of the before this book came out, but they all also got the undivided keyword, yeah. which is awesome, just sort of default. And I saw somewhere that you can take a command ability for your general to uh, mark them with whatever he's got as a mark. That's right. I think it's like if you're doing the idolater thing, you can kind of make them all Slanesh or Saint or Corn or, or right. whatever. So you can but, really go with the theme. Right. But even if you're not doing that, they still get they still get access to Eye of the Gods and and you know undivided bonuses and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I, they're, I, they're, full, they're full citizens. I love that this book feels exactly like what the last book really wanted to feel like. And I think mm-hmm. I think the last book when it was released, um, I know I know you got excited, Miles. I know I got super excited because it's just like they're so iconic, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're, 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 like, they're so Warhammer. They're the OG Warhammer army. And like they're meant to be like the the uh uh the 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 person's person you know like the the every the every person fighter right and mm-hmm. so like in in that book they kind of felt like they on on release were overly complicated um yeah. and kind of like fell apart 
especially to things like croak and um and and basically Techless. any other army that came out <laughs> yeah. um because they were just they were kind of underwhelming because they wanted to build like they felt like corn in a way where like you had to over synergize just to get things to work only mm -hmm. they didn't have the benefits of summoning which was the only way that corn stayed in the game at that point and to a lesser degree now right but like the the new changes they all feel like some independent marauding force that came up and said yeah let's all go in this direction and burn that village right they right. all seem to work on their own but they can get a little help and get even you know saltier in the face of their uh enemies right mm -hmm. i think it's great mm -hmm. i love it each each no, unit and actually has a place yeah uh, i think i was jack was i telling you about this like one of the one of the big issues with the last book was the fact that you needed to have little heroes around in order to get your main allegiance ability, right? Which is the mark of chaos, right? Yeah. Because let's let's face it, I of the gods in the last book never you never rolled it, and you know. Um, mm -hmm. So in order to get one of your key allegiance abilities, you needed to have a hero nearby. And so if you wanted to run kind of a mixed mixed arms army, right, where you had some knights, some warriors, some, you know, some scouts, some fast cavalry and that kind of thing. You needed a, a panoply of uh, uh, different heroes, uh, little heroes, you know, six, seven hundred points of little heroes running around the board just to keep those allegiance abilities turned on. Yeah, all of which could have it's been true. sniped off by techless by turn two. Oh, right? immediately. Yeah, yeah. So well, that was also the problem with them in the last book is like they may have been six little heroes, but they did feel like little heroes. They weren't really big threats, right? They weren't yeah, like, oh man, that guy is a champion of chaos. I think I've heard about him. <laughs> it wasn't like that, not at all. And they still have that in like their Darkos, which I actually kind of like. Like, yeah, they're heroes to a Darkos person, but yeah, yeah. And and so I. I I hope that because I, I have a ton of Dark Oath stuff, and I hope that it's still a viable build. Well, I hope it actually becomes a viable build. It was the only thing that I looked at were knights. Essentially, I was like, okay, knights, and are my chariots the same? Okay, yeah, my chariots are the same. Okay, awesome, great, good to go, awesome. I'm good, <laughs> I'm happy. Um, <laughs> the, the, to me, the biggest benefit in the book was them just getting three and ups. The, they yeah. got the three and ups that they deserve. The knights and the warriors at three and up are perfect to me. Because um, now you've got a potential tune up save on two units if you're using Mystic Shield, right? From whatever's going on. And they're shrugging mortals on a five. Like, what's not to love about that? Nothing. You know? Like, you know, I agree with you, Matt, that they finally come back to the way my very aged memories uh, would have them be, which is sitting there in middle school while these unbeatable tin men flat yeah. down whatever I was trying to play my friend with. They're back there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna beat this? It's so, it's such a small army, but how the hell am I gonna beat it, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I love it. it. It feels like the old chaos book. It, feels like it i could be proven wrong i'm sure mm -hmm. some new list will come out and say haha screw your idea of this list right um <laughs> but uh, in the meantime i'm so excited for this release so yeah I, I think i am too i mean uh granted you know my heart with the hate nights so i'm not a, i wouldn't call myself a 
slaves to darkness player, but I'm always slaves to darkness adjacent. So I can get tempted in, you know, by cool stuff like this or for coalition or whatnot. And heck, you know, have enough painted slaves to darkness unit the virtue of that alone. Yeah. And I keep thinking about that new box. It's kind of hard to say no to it. <laughs> oh yeah. I did. Well, it already, well, 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 it already felt that one. So, uh, <laughs> uh, um, other interesting news, the Legion of the First Prince got folded in to uh, Slaves to Darkness. Uh, so uh, it's the army as it was is completely gone. Um, and now it is more of you can have Bellacor. And uh, if you al- if you choose to ally in uh, some, some demons, uh, they uh, get the benefit of Marks of Chaos as if they were Slaves to Darkness. That's um, the big... The oh sorry, go ahead. But the, but it's no longer like a full mixed demons army in the way that it was, which is a little bit sad. I like the mixed demons army, um, even though it ended up just being a monster mash. Of, yeah. And but uh, oh, I think I missed this. The the yeah, so Legion of the First Prince is is now uh, a sub faction of um, Slaves to Darkness. Yeah, and they had the the Warcry dudes in there, which are surprisingly good. Um, the Centurion Marshal, I picked up that pig chonker. It's a huge model, um, but it's actually oh, sure. uh, deceivingly good uh, because it it has a way of multiplying its attacks uh, without you know spending a CP doing anything other than just hitting with other attacks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other little Warcry warband, which I'm kind of excited to pick up eventually um, because I'll never play Warcry, but I'll own every single Warband. That's how it goes. Um, they actually have like a little mini Bellacore rule to them. On a 6+, plus, they can stop you from doing stuff. Oh, uh, cool. So there's there, there's so much fun to be having this book. Um, Which and it, it's those? not even out yet. Uh, it's not even close to being out yet. I guess kind well, of it goes on. It went on pre-order this this weekend, right? That's not close enough. Okay, fair enough. I'm unhappy <laughs> about the time. Give me what I want now. Right now, now, now. Um, the other thing that went on pre-order this weekend was the Ogre Maw Tribes book. Kind of a uh, like a sneaky stealth launch there for the Ogre Maw Tribes. Oh yeah. Oh, hilariously, oh, yeah. they also get a new model too, which is awesome. A whole new model. Yeah. And it's one that people have been clamoring for for a long time. Yet another hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, this one is kind of exciting. I mean, I play the Ogres, uh, and so I've been intimately familiar for a number of years with their strengths and their drawbacks. And uh, from what I've seen so far, these guys are definitely sitting in the shadow of the chaos, but. There's a crazy power spike for them, which is just unheard of based on where my like baseline has been sitting. Mm. You know, I, I haven't got a chance to look at like a full codex leak or anything else, so I've sort of mm-hmm. pre-ordered mine already. But what I have seen, a virtue of sneaky internet rumors as well as uh, actually a battle report that the Worm community guys did where they kind of showcased some of the stuff, is that your basic glutton, your basic ogre, this got access to a crazy amount of potential mortal wounds for one mm-hmm. because they changed the gulping bite rule so that it's like at the end of the combat you know phase you just roll the dice and the floor if you do three mortal wounds by biting them rather than like hoping that your no rend one attack gets through something which is 
kind of significant. And the second yeah. is uh, they have pretty easy access to a fight twice, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. ability with the Iron Guts. They all once a game just get to say, I'm going to fight again, you know, at the end of a phase. And uh, for those of you who have not experienced an Iron Gut weapon, it's basically two tons of pig iron hitting you uh, for three damage each. Used to be Ren yeah. 1. I think they brought it to Ren 2, too. I, I seem to recall, uh, what was it, like five or six uh, Iron Guts wiping a unit of 30 demonettes in one swing? Was that right, Jack? Yep, yep that is right. That is I right. see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, they, like, very cheekily summoned them on. And then, like, they made their 11-inch charge or something, right? And then, like, they had to go fight somewhere else first. And they were like, oh, it'll be fine. It's 30 demonettes. And Jack was like, nope. He <laughs> <laughs> raised. Nice. Oh. It was a very satisfying moment. The Iron Guides came through uh, due to the somewhat suspect nature of some of the earlier parts of that game's deployment and the communication there. <laughs> it was very satisfying to crush those 30 demonettes. <laughs> I think the... Uh... The the one thing that I've noticed from and I haven't I haven't been able to see many leaks, um, but the one thing that I have noticed is they gave them the treatment that I consistently hear from like Peter um, and and Andrew um, on why it's so rough to play them is uh, they're they're kind of like lack of rend for certain things um, mm-hmm. just because they're an older book. And so now they're getting it, I think, across the board, pretty much a plus one rend on most of the things that they're using. Nice. Um, and uh, the the other part of the army that I know from just fighting them a ton is uh, their lack of dependability uh, previously, right? Because you're, you're relying on charges. That's why people were allying in Kragnos uh, sure. to get the 3d6 charge, mm-hmm. which that's turned the army up to a 10 um, for only certain units. Like a lot of the, oh, it seems like from what I can see is uh, they're not, they're not relying on charges as much. Uh, they're relying on just being straight up in a fight and it's going to be rough for a lot of slower moving armies to deal with. Um, I know, I know I am looking at my fire slayers right now and going, whoop, yeah, that's that's gonna hurt. That's really yeah. gonna hurt. <laughs> uh, that's great though. I mean, I'm always I've always I for one welcome our new ogre overlords. Uh but <laughs> Ogre Lords. Our, our new ogre lords. Uh you know, they've always just been one of the best Warhammer armies, not because they were super powerful or because they were super but they've like no matter what side of the table you're on, whether you're playing ogres or playing against them, they're a great time. Yeah. That's you very know. true. That's very true. Like, you roll up to a table, um, and they're part of that faction mix. You don't really have that, ah, oh, this kind of moment, which you sometimes get <laughs> in, other, in other sort of, like, situations. <laughs> I think I think there was there was a moment where all BCR was terrifying. And, like, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't like... I actually distinctly remember this at a GT where a bunch of us were sitting down and we knew that we we would all, all of us were at a point where we would be, uh, we would, and this was with the old scoring system, right? Mm -hmm. So we knew that we may be running into Peter. One of us sitting at the table was going to run into Peter and we're all like, 
out of all the armies, <laughs> even us like getting paired against each other, we were like, I just really don't, I can't go up against BCR right now. This it won't work for me. Um, and they, they, it's funny because it's not like a, Ugh, that's going to suck. And I'm going to hate playing against this army. It's more like that army has the capability to kind of like mess up everything that sure. I was working for, as opposed to, uh, this is going to be a boring game. You know, I'm going to have to sit through 400 spells and get shot, you know, from, I don't know, within the woods or something. Yeah. Right. And it, it I, I love the fact that it's a no nonsense army. It, it doesn't need tricks because it was dependable. And it seems like they just kind of brought it up, brought it up to par and then made it brutal where it needed to be brutal. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It really to, to fit that feeling of like, what would fighting a bunch of ogres on foot actually be like, you know, and then that's going to be great. You know, yeah. uh, I guess an, an interesting side note on the, the BCR armies is I've never had a problem with the BCR armies and I've enjoyed, playing against them many a time myself but i feel like that warm apple pie like this is warhammer is very much with the foot ogres i feel like when you're like looking at that version of it it feels like that well-rounded like force that's like the tribe has stumbled upon you and you're kind of like you know sightseeing across the vista before they charge try to eat you what's that over there oh there's a guy with a bloody apron what's he doing with that man's leg oh some guys are big pig iron weapons oh they found a cannon somewhere, you know, <laughs> list goes on. But what are all those little green BCR, things? Different, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> they look like little snots. <laughs> yeah, those little goblins are cuter than the regular ones. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> Cutest models in the range. But yeah. It'll, it'll be good all around, but I'm looking forward to that dimensionality coming back from the list, you know, because mm -hmm. when you end up seeing like the, how many stone horns could fit into this one version of it? It just seems a bit more one dimensional. Yeah. And it, I got to give a lot of credit to those new books, right? They're outside of a couple of the earlier ones. There's really no one dimensional books out there. Um, lately, I think on, on the competitive scene in the area, it's more been defined by like the GHB, uh, the general's handbook, as opposed to like the actual strength of the book itself. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, it, it's great. It feels great. Yeah. Um, no, it is great. I'm, I'm excited to see how a couple of players will finally start rolling back into, uh, ogres instead of coming up with bullshit. Ideneth lists. I'm not calling one specific player out at all. Uh, all yeah. Ideneth lists are bullshit, though, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, never <laughs> practice fundamentals. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I can, I'm just going to jump on that bandwagon and make a bold statement here. How can they be on the land? Wouldn't one dispel magic just mess up the Ether Sea? There. Right. Yep. And then all you have is a bunch of eels wriggling around on the ground, just, just confused, flopping on the grass, confused, tired, and like <laughs> wet hot dogs rolling around down a hill or something, right? Exactly. Dirty, wet eel hot dogs just waiting for <laughs> the end, gasping for breath because they foolishly left the ocean. Yes. <laughs> you foolish bastards. Oh, um, my gosh. I was... uh I was so Julie and I are going to try and do a little war cry at home just to mix it up and try some different things out. And yeah, it's a fun opportunity to paint an army that you don't normally paint. So I was showing mm -hmm. her through all the lists of armies and she's interested in the, in the Iden Ethrite. Cause they got, 
cool octopus guy and fish swimming around and that kind of thing. And she's like, so wait, do we all just fight underwater? I don't understand. (laughs) I'm like, no, they like magically bring the water with them. It's like, that's dumb. They shouldn't do that. (laughs) Well, it's it's, it's just so funny because I mean, I'm sure they're used to it now with all their rating, but the first IDNF rating party to try this must have been like the first guy to eat a mushroom they're probably just there looking to try are you sure this has got to work i'm not sure (laughs) trial and error trial and error that's why they have the thralls (laughs) hey blind guy keep going over there yeah there's water trust me Well, we also we also got some interesting drops this morning. Um, oh my gosh, hot off the presses! I know, I'm so excited. Uh, so we we got our Christmas uh, Christmas boxes uh, as we do. Uh, got to get that in quarter, get right. them stocks up. So, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, and more more this year than I remember them ever having. So that's yeah, exciting. normally it's like three or four, right? Um, Seems that way. And I gotta say, most of these are super solid. I am actually like terrified um, about looking at these longer than this podcast because there I lose a lot of money. So, <laughs> so, so let's, let's see. Uh, yeah, daughters of Cain looking great. Uh, I think the the weak point of this is the Doomfire Warlocks, but that's not that bad of a weak point. Doomfire Warlocks seem great. And they're sweet. Uh, yeah, they are sweet. It's uh, it's really kind of a mixed bag for me uh, because uh, it it reminds me and and it makes sense now. Uh, it's the it would be the start collecting box with a couple of extra units essentially, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so it's it's cool. It's it's worth it. Um, now that you don't have access to that old start collecting, like this is the best way to get the throne, right? Sure. Um, and most like cost efficient way to get all the extra units to pad out something, which I think these boxes were kind of meant to do, right? You start an army. Yeah. Oh, I need all these extra extra units. To me, it's a little underwhelming just because I've gotten those units already, right? And they come out sure. in mass and start collecting and such. Um. But oh, the Auric War Clans. What? Why? Come on, guys. What's... Yeah, we got the the Cruel Boys Swamp Lurkers. This one is, I feel like, the only real letdown of the of the set. So it's ten of the regular fighters, the Get Rippers, a Vulture, a Monster, and then three Bow Boys. Is that it? Really? Yep. yep. Yeah. Just. Um, I hope that's cheaper. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to justify this one other than, you know, if, if together the sludge raker and the vulture, um, make up, you know, less than half of the boxes cost, uh, you know, like I feel like this army has been out long enough and the, the hype has died. So the Mm -hmm. only, the only thing that I see in there that I actually want is sludge rakers, right? A three sludge raker list sounds fun, sounds fun and stupid just like cruel boys right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm there with you you know i, I often pride myself on having a circus so lake and torsionist ability to find ways to justify giving games workshop money you know if you follow that mm-hmm. oh yeah before. oh yeah. but i have a hard time sometimes with these boxes in general because every time i see one i mean it would have to strike me at the point when i've not started collecting that army interested in it on literally everything in that box 
And then, you know, that's where the price delta might grab me. But I feel like you're always one off unit in there away from not really wanting it. Yep. Versus just getting the unit that's separately. That's true. Which rolls me right into the next box that I am oh my totally God. getting. Team Destruction just, like, uh, turning a 180 on their box sets and the stampeding Squiglanch. Squiglanch. Oh, I love it. Is amazing. What's uh, the? You get four total Mangler squigs in there. Four? Oh, right. Oh, well, because gotcha, gotcha, each gotcha, one gotcha, is gotcha, a pair, gotcha. right? So right. Yeah. <laughs> two two balls and chains. Uh, four four Mangler squigs. Uh, looks like a leader, so that'd put me up to four leaders now. Yep. And then ten each. Uh, bounders and hoppers. Or, uh, sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. Hopper, hopper slash bounders and 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 ten uh, squig herd squigs. Yeah, uh, including the two minders that they have, which that's mm-hmm. great. Um, anybody who has uh, partial squigs, uh, which I'm just on the edge of completing the full squig army, needs mangler squigs, and they're just expensive enough that it's like, oh, do I want to justify that? Because you know I'm collecting other armies. Um, well, no, that. Now we know that there's a hundred twenty bucks, I think probably more, hundred forty bucks in just Mangler squigs right there, and we know that the others are essentially probably going to be free when those are fifty dollar boxes, right? Yeah, nice. So I mean, yeah. that's a that's a great deal. Um, and anybody who loves squigs, um, we, we love squigs. We want the squigs. Give me all the squigs. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> is my favorite. Right here, then. My favorite. Oh man, uh, the Skaven so, one. Uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Before we go to the Skaven one, Matt, I have to call attention to a glaring issue here with the Gloomspikeets impeding Squigglelange box. And it just goes to show that they're a little out of sync with themselves because shouldn't this have been like a five Arachnorock War Party box given the recent changes to the War Scrolls? Oh my god, yeah, that's true. Where's the spider box? No, 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 no. (laughs) Don't let me have my special snowflake army. Don't let everybody else have access to that. I want to be a special <laughs> snowflake with my all spider army. Shh. Shh. I right, <laughs> Let every let let no one let no one do that uh, uh, in, until I've decided whether or not I'm going to use them next season. <laughs> Please, nobody. Yeah. Spiders are oh so my cool. God. Um, um, next, we moving got on to this. Yeah, Skaven. Uh, they get the award for the the most models yeah. in the box. I mean, and, that was always going to go to Skaven, I think. Yeah. Um, but and and this is it's interesting um, because this uh, this piles right into start collecting boxes easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you've essentially, I don't know why they put the screaming bell up there. Maybe because it's just a cooler looking model. But you can essentially make a plague furnace out of this. Add this to one of the new, uh, what do we, I, I can't remember what they're calling the new the Vanguard boxes. Yeah, yeah, Vanguard box. Add that to the Vanguard box, and you've got uh, already a solid army. Um, it looks good. Uh, it's something, you know, if you, this is honestly something that would make a lot of problems go away <laughs> for just mm. getting the hordes together if you're going to mm-hmm. uh, run a mixed army. Um, yeah. it's solid. I, I would buy it. I mean, my classic complaint with Skaven, I wish more of the models in this box set were from this decade. I I love the models, so I mean, but then again, oh, I'm I... still like I'm the guy going out and playing dragon ogres from ninety-eight, right? Sure. So, yeah, uh, so 
uh, not even 98. I think they're like 94. But yeah, I think the, the Skaven list is great. Uh, or the Skaven box is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, 40 Clan Rants is nothing to sneeze at. And 40 Plague Months is actually perfect. Uh, being able to use the uh, the uh, the plague side of the book, um, you know, I've gotten stomped by some plague lists. Uh, they're super good and kind of written off, in my opinion, um, mm. just because. Yeah, people go to go to Skyway all the time. <laughs> yep, you can um, also do with this book. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's so good. Um, Night Haunt. This is solid. Uh, I love it. It. This is really painful for my wallet. Um, I. You know what? I honestly can't tell any of these units apart. Yep. Yeah. Classic night no, problems. <laughs> I think what it does. Yep. Um, and this is if you if you want to get into night hunt, this is mm-hmm. a perfect box to do it because it sets you up with two battle lines, potentially uh, three, I think, um, and you get a coach. Um, you know, everybody. That's true. Everybody and their friend has, uh, you know, uh, Lady O, uh, but she's perfect for conversions or anything else you want to do. So I, I think I think it's a great solid box. Um, I can see somebody buying two of these and then just peppering with characters and having a good, solid Night Haunt army. Um, solid box. I want it. <laughs> Uh, this Sylvan is also F. the consistent theme. Yeah, the, the consistent theme is that Matt wants it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, this Sylvaneth looks decent. I'm actually. Uh, this is the one I'm underwhelmed on. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, it's got two tree lords. Obviously, which you could build as three different units. Uh, it's got Drycha. It's got ten uh, of the various types of revenants and sixteen Sylvaneth dryads. And um, and I'm underwhelmed because there's no u- new units in here. This could have been a oh, great opportunity to true. throw in the Beatles um, or some Archers, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, provide all that uh, to somebody who wouldn't necessarily want to go out and buy individually. Um, yeah. You know, honestly, it makes sense that they're wanting to clear older models that they have stacks of. Sure, mm-hmm. but eh. Yeah, I I mean, I'm looking at this and, you know, four units out of six see a lot of play, right? Tree Lords, Tree Lords Ancients, despite the Revenants, obviously, they're getting a lot of play. Drycha, mm-hmm. honestly, pretty fantastic. I go up against her uh, occasionally these days and and she is always nasty. Yeah. Um, if you're not bringing Drycha, think about it. It's a good time. I think uh, I think what this is, is I'm coming from being uh, a longtime Sylvaneth player. Uh, or mostly collector, I just show up and or used to show up and lose all the games and then put them back on the shelf um, until the new book. Um, this is a, if you're already a Sylvaneth uh, player, you won't want this. If you are looking to get into Sylvaneth, this is a perfect box. Sure, that's a good. That's a great. Seems like a good statement. And uh, then so- rounding rounding out our our set uh, is the Stormcast Eternals Thunderstrike Spearhead. So this is this looks like all the other units from the most recent book, right? It's none of the ones that were in the, the launch box. Yep. But I'm seeing Vigilors and Vanquishers, which are the big the double handed sword guys, uh, Annihilators, and and two dragons. Yeah. 
I think this is probably the best box out of all of them, uh, to be honest. Uh, Vanquishers now with the points drops are your cheapest uh, battle line you can get. Um, and they're actually pretty good. Uh, it's just they were a little overcosted. Vigilers, they're awesome. They're just awesome. If you've ever put together the they, models, I'm sorry. They shoot stuff. They stab stuff. They make things plus one to hit. Yeah. Um, and they're beautiful models, just as a collector. Um, oh, yeah. And you can take them in units of five, so you've now got two extra units on top of your big blob. Um, mm. You know, this, uh, this rounds out this is perfect for somebody who has an older Stormcast army or is, you know, gotten just started off with all the uh, starter boxes and really wants to tap on more and uh, play competitively. Um, I'm not so sure about the Vigilors. I haven't had a chance to use mine yet uh, because they're still in silver mode, uh, no full paint. But, um, you know, this looks like a solid bolt on to whatever you have. Um, and obviously, if you were leaning into all dragons, then you turn around and sell those dragons. Turn around and sell whatever you need, or trade, right? Yeah, yeah, trade out whatever whatever you already had. Uh, no, that's a very solid, very solid box set. Uh, all in all, great work, GW, putting out some solid. Is 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 Skaven the only Chaos box set? I guess so. Yeah, it it is, which is interesting. That? It's yeah. interesting, but I think it's needed. You know, give love to all the yeah. other armies. Um, I think they're probably thinking of the the STD release box as sort of being the other chaos box. Set. No, that's true, and uh, totally. Uh, there's so many new models in that box. They they don't like this. These they clearly try to put these together to to clear out some old stock. I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And, and they finally put some of them like together correctly, right? <laughs> Um, it used to be, and especially with the gloom spite boxes, you just get a smattering of stuff and you're like, well, am I really going to use these trolls if I'm going into this to get the, uh, uh, the, yeah. you know, the, you... <laughs> the bouncing guys, right? How, how would you like five squig herd, uh, you know, uh, a guy, uh, the hero on, on a, you know, on a squig, uh, three or uh, five spider riders, uh, one trog hero. And you know uh, some fanatics, 20, yeah, 20 just, shooters, yeah, yeah, and then and then some fanatics, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> that that's exactly what your army needs. Uh, yeah, it, it most of this feels like they actually put some thought into it instead of just trying to clear a shelf, right? Mm. There were opportunities for them to clear shelves and other things, and they clearly thought about you know how they're going to use the new van vanguard boxes to bolt on uh, into mm -hmm. existing armies. I think this is like probably one of the better releases they've had in a while yeah. for these. No, they're all solid the boxes. the past four years. Well, Cruel Boys aside, they're all solid boxes, and who knows? Maybe maybe Cruel Boys will get really good next year. We'll get a White Dwarf update. I feel like they're just going to continue just going, eh, with the Cruel Boys. <laughs> but maybe. We'll leave, maybe. I, I, think, <laughs> I think we should leave it on that note. Uh, GW goes uh, with the cruel boys. Yeah. Uh, we have been always strikes last. <laughs> we're, we're striking, <laughs> striking last, just like the cruel boys. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Christmas will come next year for them. Yes, there we go, or the year after. 
2025, Grill Boys. Don't hold us to it. 2072, Grill Boys. <laughs> <laughs> so.